welcome. Please stand by. Me and my significant other were driving in my fancy car convertible along the coastal cliffs of one of those Mediterranean island highways usually found on postcards. It's the type of place where the land between you and the drop into the ocean is very high and only seconds away. Frightening, I know, but these emotions get tampered by the gorgeousness of the endless sky views. And we're both laughing without a care in the world. So much so that I decide to increase our speed, which maximizes the leftover euphoria we experienced an hour ago, having both orgasmed in unison for the sixth time that morning. And if anybody would have told me that even though you're in a vehicle, able to meet speeds up to and above 100 miles per hour doesn't mean that you have to go there, especially in island environments where the moped is the majority mode of transport. I would have replied, maybe. And yes, we've just launched over the guardrail into the air, trying to avoid the previously mentioned two-wheeled vessel of leisure. And it's funny, the feelings and thoughts you have careening over a cliff into the sea. I mean, when you're born into this world, it's pretty much a given you're unable to fly, so it's not like you're wasting time with those thoughts. But instead, two moments crystallize while I stare at the oncoming beach foam. First, I've been here before. And second, who is going to miss me when we finally reached our end strewn along the rocks below? And the answer to this question was tied into the deja vu I was having because the ramifications of my choices were already created long ago. You see, there's a mistake that couples often make, and it's not just the act of speeding trying to avoid a small motorcycle. No, it's the early stage seclusion that happens when you isolate all your friends because your eyes are locked only on your new partner, and all those future plans with friends turn silent because you can only think about what your lover is thinking about, longing for the next time to explore each other's thoughts. And eventually it winds up with marriage, maybe children and a job. And then anyone who works with you or under you tends to get pulled into the choices you have made. And so later on in life, it's closing the John Smith deal with a coworker but you were up all night fighting over the need for upgrading kitchen appliances. Or there's the endless conversations started about children that were never broached in the first place. And it's okay. Most mature friends and coworkers, they understand this state of abandonment, this self-absorption, an act of selfish indulgence, supposedly so your gene pool can continue on 
in order to create a better future society? As if you know what that is. As if you can determine that you fit this bill. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Or maybe we're not. You see, the answer to the question posed as I'm breezing into the sky is that no one will be missing you. You exhausted your connections to an inner circle of support and sanity the minute you inflated that bubble with a significant other. A bubble too small and tight with only enough air for the two of you to breathe. I guess before my high-impact bumper meets with the billion-year-old unmovable Earth, I guess all I can say is Cupid is not a self-involved suicidal freak shooting his last arrows on just me and my goddess. Cupid is doing this to everyone in the world. It's not that special. So take this as a cautionary tale, friends. And this feeling of deja vu I mentioned is simply the first moment when we both locked eyes on each other and everything else in the world ended just as it is now with a crash. This has been an episode of the Flypaper Podcast. Music provided by Black Ferns at blackfernsmusic.com. Please help elevate this podcast. Leave a review. Until next time, stand by. Stand by.